Here's your host, Alex Garrett. And indeed, here we are on Spreaker. We're live, and we're also live on Facebook Interactive, Facebook Live on Alex Garrett Podcasting. Um, Why do I want to go on multiple platforms right now? Why am I so fired up? Very simple. It's because I found a adapting angle to Good Friday and Easter weekend, which, by the way, I hope you have a blessed one, and uh, maybe it's sacrilegious to bring this up, but I'm going to make a quick prediction because the Yanks, as you know, are are back at it, and by the way, today would have been Hank Steinbrenner's 64th birthday. We do miss the son of Hank, of George Steinbrenner, Hank Steinbrenner. We also miss Mr. Steinbrenner himself, and so for that, uh, we are praying for the souls of both of them, and that they're resting well up in heaven. Thanks be to God. Now, with that being said, Yankees did not win yesterday, but I, I want to say perhaps a 96-win season. That's my prediction for the Yanks this upcoming year. We got to see if that happens. By the way, thanks to a huge week, Mike Porcelli of the Auto Lab and Gold Shield, thanks so much to... Uh, Chris Anderson of the Pencil Leadership Podcast and the Zero to Podcast Hero uh, community. Uh, thanks to Marjorie Wildcraft. Oh, man, we've had quite a week. But this this one, I was thinking about ways to talk about it because there's so many angles that I feel about what Good Friday and Easter could mean. And I know I've talked about it before, but now I've got a platform of adaptability which I feel I can connect with both Good Friday and Easter. And one line that really has been in my ears the whole week is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That's what Jesus said just before he was to be crucified for our sins of the world. And this this can only mean one thing. He didn't, he was hesitant but he went along with God's plan for him. I would say he adapted to God's plan for him. And his reward was three days later to be resurrected uh, and back in this life before Transfiguration Sunday. This can mean a metaphor for us personally. I feel that we may not want to adapt to God's plan for us. We may not want anything to do with it. But in the end of the day, he will reward us if he adapts. Let me tell you a personal story. I was going to talk about this with the few minutes I had earlier today. But I, of course, did not eat my food properly, yada, 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 could not digest. You don't need to know all that. But I wasn't able to do it because my throat was kind of stuck. And I thought, okay, maybe this is God's way of telling me I, I can't do this podcast right now. I've got to do it differently. So I adapted to that. I went on to go see my father. We had a beautiful Good Friday uh, readings. And then we went to a church right down the block on William Street. Uh, I believe it's Holy Victory. And it was, it was, it was quite an afternoon for Good Friday to honor the crucifixion of Christ. And then, of course, I walk into my home and I'm right there and 
Mom and Vic have the dinner prepared. It was amazing, actually, how this one adaptation to not do the podcast when I was going to led to this. To be here with you on Facebook Live and on Spreaker.com at the same time simulcasting uh, this angle that I don't know if it's being talked about. That Jesus had to adapt to being crucified. And not only did he say, yes, I'm going to do this after asking, why have you, after feeling that God had forsaken him, he went ahead and did it because he knew that was God's plan for him and the world. And so, that's a very extreme. But maybe if you feel that there is something amiss about your day that you have to adapt to, that's God's way of saying, no, no, that's not the way you're going to do it. This is the way I need you to do it. Of course, I also think that this pandemic, there, we shouldn't feel inconvenienced by any changes that have to be made, that any adaptations that have to be made, because we've had to adapt for the whole time during this pandemic, lockdown, stay at home, uh, not being able to open up a business. We've had to adapt to all that. And I think for the most part, we've done it well. But I think also God is rewarding us now through this lockdown by saying, we have this vaccine. (laughs) Whatever you may think of the vaccine, it's an adaptation for the better. And as I mentioned, 100 million plus arms have that vaccine now. So if you thought there was not going to be a reward moving forward to doing what you can to stop the spread, to flatten the curve, however you want to call it. God is saying, here is your reward. It's watching the nation, the world, become reborn again. Little by little, I admit. But it's happening. And if you think this is too optimistic, sorry, but there is some optimism here. If you think that the resurrection, if you think that today shouldn't be about optimism, I say there can be optimism in in what this weekend teaches us. That Jesus also had to adapt. And he did it to the point of death. For us, yes. But because he also knew this was God's plan for him. Now, maybe some of us don't know what his plan for us is, but I would say to start to know his plan developing for us, it's to know that adaptation, adaptation is the very real um, the very real plan for you from him, I think anyway. Because he's taught us also, and we've been taught, as I said earlier, to not be inconvenienced. So tell me what you think. Alex G uh, in NYC at gmail.com or Alex at AlexGNYC.com. That's my blog. That's my regular. That is actually my website, AlexGNYC.com. Check it out there. But how do you feel like he pushes you to adapt in your daily basis? And how well are you accepting this need to adapt. 
And if you knew that maybe God's uh, hands are in these adaptations, you'd think differently. You'd think less, why do I have to do it this way? And more like, yes, okay, I will do it this way. Because he's guiding me to do it this way. We could say leaders guided us to be locked down for a whole year. And, and uh, well, it's being lifted a little by little, isn't it? But we can also say God's hand has been in this the whole time. And now the reward is reopening. And here is one other intriguing adaptation story that also triggered my brain to talk about it this way, in this way. Talk about Jesus' crucifixion and then resurrection in this way. One of the amazing things that, you know, the Bible talks about is how Jesus helped a blind man see. And there's a story out. This is incredible. There is a story out that there is a vaccine, a vaccine that has helped someone see. What do I mean? A single shot restored vision to a blind child, a blind child for an entire year. The child was suffering from genetic form of blindness. This, uh, according to the journal Nature, Nature Medicine Journal. Of course, interestingengineering.com says there's no magic panacea for blindness. But this shot was di- was made for those with Lieber congenital amaurosis, LCA. An eye disorder order that typically affects the retina. <coughs> so LCA. And those who usually have LCA suffer from (coughs) visual impairment from infancy onward. Ophthalmology professor Arthur Sedisian, who co-led the new study, said our results are the new standard of what biological improvements are possible with antisense oligonucleotide therapy. Say that 12 times fast. We establish a comparator for currently ongoing genetic, genetic gene editing therapies for the same disease, which allow comparison of the relative merits of the two different interventions. The clinical trial was executed by the Shai Institute in the Perlman School of Medicine at the University of Pennsylvania and found treatment led to substantial changes at the crucial locus of human vision. Participants of this study, of this trial, were injected an intraocularly with an antisense uh, sepafarsin, which is an RNA molecule that increases CEP-290 levels in an eye's photoreceptors, improving retinal function and perception in daylight. 
The improved visual acuity of the shot, by the way, remained for more than 15 months. I like the warning that these injections are not the end-all, be-all. But I also like the fact that human hands, that God's gifted with science, is doing one of the fundamental works that Christ had, did, had done, which is heal blindness in, in at least one man. That story sticks with me in the Bible. And I think, wow, there's now an injection to cure blindness. It's, it's something out of a comedy, right? You wouldn't see that as a real story, but here we go. Here we go. Scientists who, for the most part, I believe, have been given the gifts by God are doing his work. They also are doing his work with this vaccine. Different immune systems are reacting to it, but look, a hundred million arms have been injected with at least one form of the COVID vaccine. And now, if we see more stories of the vaccine actually helping, now helping vision, we are on the right track. We are on an innovative track. America is built on innovation. We adapt and we, how do I say, innovatively adapt, maybe? And this story of adapting someone's eyesight, even if it's for 15 months right now, is hopeful. It's very, very hopeful. At least, I think so anyway. So this Easter weekend, I pray that you enjoy it. I pray that you maybe aren't going to be afraid of adapting. See, Jesus ended up not being afraid. He said, why are you forsaking me? But he went on and he did what God's plan was him was for him. Yes, the Son of God adapted to God's plan. And if that's the most extensive adaptation, then maybe we can sort of buckle up whenever we feel like we have to uh, change up something and change up because we know God is helping us change up, is wanting us to change something up. And the reward for Christ was resurrection. The reward for us is that our lives will be even better because we listen to his plan. It's not a simple plan. No, no, no. But it's his plan. His way. And I think it's time to adapt to his way even more so than we have the last year and more. And by the way, I'm a sports fan, so enjoy March Madness. I was just thinking today, (coughs) imagine if we uh, saw the Bruins versus the Bears. That would be unbelievable. 
So the Baylor Bruins versus uh, Baylor Bears versus the UCLA Bruins. We'll have to see how that goes. And yes, uh, I'm not ignoring it. I just have not been able to touch on it. What happened in the Capitol with the killing of a police officer due to a drive-by incident, you know, steps away from the Capitol. Horrible. We saw one officer killed. We saw one injured. And we pray for the injured. We pray for the family of the slain cop. And a daily reminder that cops, not all cops, are bad cops. Daily reminder that, yes, uh, Officer Chauvin, horrible. I, I would say, judging by that video, horrible human being. And I hope he gets his, if you will, in court. But that description of horrible and evil and cold doesn't match every cop's description. I'll leave it at that. Have a beautiful Easter weekend. And we sure as heck will see you soon on Alex Garrett Podcasting, where we are always adapting.